What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Real Deal Fishing Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Mike. And uh, we hope you had an awesome Christmas. Um, we, I know I did. I had a nice, relaxing Christmas. What about you, Mike? Well, my birthday comes right after Christmas, so I feel like I've had an action-packed week, to say the least. But uh, since you asked, I'll be specific. Family Christmas takes me to several different destinations, but mm -hmm. all inside of the Des Moines city limits. And I just have to say it was amazing. I, I really felt relaxed the whole day. I didn't Good. feel pressured and, you know, disappointed that I had to go here, go there, travel mm -hmm. this and that. But the, the weather was lovely. Honestly, uh, we should have been fishing. It was so nice. So it, it was, it was weather was nice in Des Moines, Iowa, huh? It was that day. <laughs> it was that day. Well, uh, yesterday was your birthday, man. Happy belated. I know I've already wished you happy birthday, but oh, yeah. happy Thank birthday you. again. If you're listening to this, um, today is December 28th, and Mike's birthday was yesterday, which was December 27th. Is that correct? No, today's the 29th. 29th. Been, today's the 29th. You've been camping on an island for That's over right. a day. I'm yeah. an island boy. I <laughs> yep, do not know the, the island. <laughs> well, that being said, y'all, we're going to get this show on the road. We got a fun one for you uh, this episode. But if you want to support the Palmetto Cats YouTube channel and the Real Deal Fishing Podcast, that's both me and Mike. Go to Palmetto Cats, shop palmettocats.com. Link is always in the description of the podcast. You can go check that out. Get yourself some merch. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, get you some Palmetto Cats merch. It's on fire. And uh, we're still uh, waiting on that logo. Uh, I think Mike was supposed to take care of that with Trish, but then the holidays kind of got to us. And If I don't write it down, you I know, forget it. It's yeah, all we'll get that logo out. I know, uh, I know at least Mike and I would like some Real Deal Fishing Podcast merch. I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, there's two of us. <laughs> There's two, <laughs> but anyway, if you'd like to support uh, the Real Deal Fishing Podcast and the website, you can go over there and check that out. I got the registration up for the knot tying tournament. I've only got two entries so far, so if you're interested in that sort of thing, live knot tying, fishing knot tying, go check that out on the website and register now. Uh, thanks to our Boom Squad members who are watching live right now. I see Mr. James is in the house tonight, but... Uh, our Boom Squad members from Palmetto Cats get to watch us tape the live recording, which if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see our faces. We make weird faces and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Not really, but we could be, and you're not seeing it. So if you'd like to come in the chat and talk with us and ask questions during the podcast, just join the Boom Squad. I think it's $4.99 a month for the lowest one, but... uh. Anyway, we're going to get to talking about stuff. The title of the show is Happy New Gear. You know, kind of like a spoof on Happy New Year. I was feeling cute, so I don't know if it works out or not. <laughs> but with, with birthdays and Christmas coming by, uh, I know that Mike and I both got or purchased some gear, so we're going to talk about that. First of all, let's talk about the gear that we were gifted. Uh, I only got one thing, fishing related actually Whoa. and um, i love yeah one thing um i guess my people know that you know i get what i want <laughs> my lovely wife bought me some hooks and uh they were on my amazon list and she bought me some mustad 10 mustad demon 
ultra wide gap circle hooks. That's a mouthful. Ooh, ultra wide so, gap. Do you, do you happen to have them on you so I could see? I you don't do, do you? not. I don't. I don't. But well, uh, what are you talking about them if you don't have them to show off? Come well, on, man. Because this is a podcast, nobody can see it anyway. <laughs> like Mike is just... Mike is holding up uh holding up gear like it matters. Nobody can see it, Mike. <laughs> you you said to make funny faces. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. For our boom squad, we'll we'll do funny antics. That's true. But Mike, okay. so what what gear did you get any gear gifted to you for Christmas? You mean that somebody else bought for me? That's right. Hmm. Uh, I would would have to say that um, every now and then when we're doing our holiday purchases, I will just tell Kristen, hey, great idea. I'll get it. You'll get the other stuff. And so technically, I bought the Garmin. It was not bought for me, but the idea came from her and it was explained to Lauren yesterday because I, I opened it for my birthday and she is on board. She's ready she to can't wait to cast this thing out and map out the, the spots that she likes to fish. And if you listen to this podcast, this is your first one. On the last podcast, Mike talked about this thing that he got. It's basically a fish finder that you cast out from the bank. And uh, gives you those readings that you would need, you know, on a boat, but from the bank. And so Lauren, he's talking about, Lauren's talking about she wants to cast it out. Was she ready to go yesterday? She was ready to go out and cast it yesterday? Oh, she was. And I nearly worked that into our schedule yesterday, despite Mm -hmm. the cold. There's a pond that's supposed to be within seven or eight minutes of my house. And I have some secret data that says that the pond was stocked with a few specific fish Hmm. to make it a nice, a nice option there for, for the community. And that was never published. So of course I need to check this out. It's not a secret anymore. Well, I didn't say which direction. And, the uh, the and almost hundred people that listen to our podcast now know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this. So I, I thought to go throw it at that pond, mm-hmm. and just to see what happens to be down there and see how the thing works and everything. But the sun goes down pretty quick, and yeah, uh, one of the other. Uh, let's not talk about that. One of the other points I wanted to talk about too, uh, what I learned this week. What I learned this week is winter is coming, winter's here, and my joints aren't ready for it. <laughs> you know, it, it's not. It's it's technically winter here, but the past two days I've been uh, like wearing short sleeves, and uh, at most I've put a hoodie on. Oh, I like today. That. Today, Mike, no lie, it was eighty degrees. Wow, in South Carolina. That was the high. That was our high, high was twenty, and it Woo. snowed. <laughs> so, so when I got back, so I, I we'll we'll get back to the fishing gear real quick. But uh, just a side note: on the way back from my camping trip, I was I, I must have slept better than I thought in that tent because on the way back, I was like, huh, I'm going to stop by the marine store and get my oil change because I'm about at two hundred hours. Sure. And so I got all the stuff and I went home and I changed the gear oil. I changed the um, 
the engine oil, replaced all the seals, replaced all the the spark plugs, the fuel filter, the oil filter. Uh, and then I, uh, you know, took it out for a little run and I pressure washed the whole boat. And uh, I was only able to do that because it was 80 degrees, Mike. That's awesome. That's, that's a highly productive day. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I even got to fish today. I fished this morning. So, so, so you bought the Garmin for yourself, but the, the lady, uh, suggested it so yes you know we we have a joint bank account so i can only assume that's your money is her money so no no we so do not we do not your have money. joint bank accounts so what well, but was it your money yes so she did yes, not buy that for you she did not do you have she do you have not. any gear that people bought for you a cousin an uncle um uh, it's looking sad. It's looking bleak. Uh, I have this knife that my cousin. <laughs> now, technically, this is to me. This is a tool that I keep in my pocket every day, all day long. Fair enough. And, and but it, it is a fantastic item that will be used while fishing here and there. You know, you sometimes that pocket and your 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 knife in your pocket is all you got, and you just gotta gotta snip some line or. Get yourself out of a tree that you just tried to land or whatever it may be. <laughs> but no, everything else, actually, I I purchased either for my kids or I purchased for myself. So let's talk about um, we, we went over the we went over the the whisker seeker rods and everything last mm -hmm. time. So what did you get for yourself this holiday season? Well, for myself, I started off with some new fishing gloves for the winter so descri describe those to the podcasters these these are a a new item uh to to my eyes um there there are many different models out there but where i struggle is i need a 2x glove mm. because i got i got big mitts i got big paws mm. gorilla hands so the uh the the brand is runkle and uh, since I'm friends with Kevin, I decided to go with a green model. It's a real Ooh. nice, it's got a little gray to it, green and gray. It's like a bright camo. Yeah, it's it's kind it's of slime a slime camo, like a digital slimy looking. Yeah, cool. I, I think I'm cool green camo. <laughs> oh, so that's are, my green. Is they're kind of thin. Cool. They're kind of thin, mm. so you can still move with them the finger mm -hmm. the your index finger your middle finger and your thumb can peel back so that way mm -hmm. you can you can uh, work your reel and your line as you wish that was my first purchase and i actually intended it on being my only purchase but then you know me being me that just didn't work out that way hey quick quick note about those gloves they've been emailing me to try they want to send me a pair of those gloves and Really? The only th yeah, they want to. They keep asking me to send it. They want to send it to me, and mm -hmm. I'm like, "Well, what do I got to do?" And they're like, "You got to make this video with this and this and this and that." I'm like, "Nah, I'm all right." <laughs> well, I, I don't, bought them. I don't want people to tell me how to make my videos, Mike. I bought them, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of crafty when okay. it comes to online purchasing. Like, I will set something in my cart for mm -hmm. days. Just a, a week, even 
just to just see if, to they see offer if they're going to throw it out of the cart or if they're going to throw me mm-hmm. a coupon code. You know, what is it? What does my purchase really mean to you? Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, in your company. Uh-huh. Well, do you want a customer for life. Yeah. Do you want a customer for life? Well, I'll, I'll let the cat out of the bag also, too. I will sit there and I will type stuff in because these people are just like regular people, just like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they make their own codes. They put their own stuff in there. And sometimes cracking their code isn't all that difficult. And another thing, too, they obviously pay attention to each other because sometimes the same code will work on every single company. Really? Try free 10. Sometimes that'll take $10 off hmm. or it'll take 10% off. So do you think um, maybe it's like a, a code that they just didn't put an end date on or or? You know, they have it in there and they activated it on accident or something like that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think you're right. So I I had just noticed that they put these on sale and they they let me know about it. And sometimes these people will, these companies will put sales into their Amazon. Mm. Just in case you're a prime member, you'll get extra percentages off. Cast King uh, has Extremis which I think you should probably take a look at that since you're, you're outside and into more camping and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and such. And, and they definitely have gloves over there and they would not probably tell you how to make your video. <laughs> I still, I mean, not yet, I guess, yeah. but, uh, it sounded detailed. I'm, yeah. Well, and, like, and don't you you trust know, gloves, <laughs> gloves right now. It's like, you know, I don't really need them. Yeah. You know, but it is going to get colder. You know, we'll get yeah. down into the 30s and the 20s eventually. Usually in January, February, end of January, February, that's when our coldest weather is. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll check them out when it comes around there. What else did you get? Well, um, you said that you, th- you thought that was going to be your only purchase, but now I did. Mm. I did. And then I I had been kicking around that idea of getting a new net. For two oh, months, you did. Did you get so, it? Oh, trigger! Here, I'll blot out the whole. Thing. There it is, the Whisker Seeker Net. Yes, and this is the medium. That's a big boy. This is the medium. This. Oh, it's I'm a, sorry, I'm blocking my own microphone. This is the medium size. Kevin. It's a big boy though. And what I liked about it was our local bait shop carries all of the Whisker really? Seeker items, and it is approximately eight minutes from me, and then. The Whisker Seeker Warehouse is actually another eight minutes in the same yeah, direction, but uh, I'd be I'd be broke, Mike. Yeah, yeah, we're we're getting close, Kevin. We're getting close. <laughs> but I want to look at these nets mm-hmm. because I I thought that I had seen and handled the small one. Now, is it probably big enough for fish that I catch? Yeah, but that's from a boat where you can set yourself up, let the let the water, you know, the movement of the water, get yourself to where you can, you know, point that fish right into the net. I, I think that it's a little bit easier and to, to set yourself up to net the fish. Whereas on the bank, you have to be prepared for that fish to to do a cartwheel to the left or a cartwheel mm-hmm. to the right. So I feel that going a little bit wider is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, it's not that I need some gigantic net to try to compensate for the fact that my fish aren't gigantic, 
But mm-hmm. that being said, I could run into a yeah. 40 or 50 pound fish. I could. So here, here's a scenario that I always tell people. Don't get the gear for the fish you catch. Get the gear for the fish you want to catch. And uh, like, for instance, our, our friend Brian B, um, Brian B Catfishing, he's caught a 72 pound blue cat off his boat. And I don't know if you've seen that video, Mike, but I was like nervous for them when they were trying to net that fish because that net was not made for that fish. I don't think and I would have tried to net a 20-pound fish no, in that net. I would have reached my hand. I was I was waiting for Brian to reach his hand down there and grab that yep. fish by the jaw. I was but too. I don't think I think he was too like amped up and he wasn't thinking maybe clear. And I'm I'm speaking for him, obviously, but but I thought any minute now his buddy E is going to hit that hook and it's going to come out of his mouth and bye-bye. Yep. That's what I <laughs> Actually, thought too. I saw Brian be in a chat. Uh, oh, he came in my chat when I went live last night and I said, man, you need a HD 80. <laughs> yes. But yeah, get the, get the fish. Do I, do I catch 50 pound fish all the time? Heck no. But when I do catch one, that net, I mean, it's, it's a breeze to net them in and I feel comfortable that i'm gonna get that fish so i think you did the right you made the right decision man you didn't get the god-awful big giant one that oh it's uh, beautiful but you got oh it's beautiful you got the medium one which is and and i like that it's compact yeah it'll handle your fish and the fish you want to catch in your area yeah when we go fishing and and it's mainly bank fishing when we Mm -hmm. go fishing Usually it's, it's, Hey, you got your net or do I need to bring my net down to the bank? So this is, uh, uh, this is the only net we need. Don't bother, you know, bringing more nets down here. We'll take care of it (laughs) kind of situation. We went through all the details the other week. You helped talk me into it because that's all I needed was just to have a nice little three minute rundown, detail, detail, detail. And then, you know, I, I knew I'm, I'm just wasting time, wasting time. And, but then mm-hmm. I thought about it and that's when I was like, Hey, wait, I think I saw those at the bait shop up against the wall. So mm-hmm. I took Lauren to the bait shop and this is, this is a good story. Uh, mm-hmm. I took Lauren to the bait shop. I had driven by it before to tell her what it was, what was in there. Mm-hmm. How it was all this tackle. There's lures there's catfishing specific stuff. There's fresh mm-hmm. bait, big bait tanks behind the counter. The owner has a dog. I can imagine her eyes widening wider oh, and wider and wider. Oh, as yeah. You're telling her this. Oh, yeah. She, she wanted it bad. So we drove by it one day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the bait shop, but I'm, I'm not stopping there right now. I'm not taking you in there right now. So we have the whole week off. She's off school. I'm off work and she's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, Hey, I want to look at that net. I was like, will you go with me to the bait shop? And she's like, let's go. <laughs> so she walks right in. Will I? <laughs> yeah. She walks right in and I'm like, okay, Lauren, same rules as any other store. Let's not touch everything, even though you're going to want to look at everything that's in here. So we walk in. And she's like, I'm not going to touch anything. I'm going to be good. No problem. She walks in the door and stops. And she's like, I'm not, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to be good. I was wrong. <laughs> There's so much cool stuff in here. She's like, we need all of this. And uh, so she walks right up 
the owner's walking up behind the counter. She can hear the, the bubblers going in the big bait tanks. She walks up to the owner and she goes, hey, I fish with the Spencer. Anything in here he thinks would be cool? <laughs> I remember you texted me that. And the owner looks right down at her, doesn't see me, that looks right mm -hmm. down at her. And he's like, oh, yeah, you've been on his new boat? She goes, you better believe it. And, and then he looks up and he sees me and he's like, oh, I know you. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, okay, I thought she was telling me a story. She's telling the truth. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's been out there a few times. And she found a Clarence bin that actually she got some jig heads out of it. And she got a couple lures out of it. Nice. And then she did want a MEPS inline spinner. Mm. And even though it was marked at eight dollars or seven dollars and some odd cents that stuff is i told so her crazy i told her i'd get it for her because i had two mm. meps lures when i was a kid and i always dreamt of of catching a nice size fish on there to qualify myself for a meps master angler certificate for having caught it on their equipment right. and of course i never did you know <laughs> I, I lost those inline spinners just like you lose mm. any other lure so we walked out of there. She got five items. I thought for sure she was going to hit me up for a, a new rod and reel combo because they have some awesome rigs back there that are perfect mm -hmm. size for her and probably perfect to try to catch some crappie and bluegill and stuff on it. She got her new she got her new whisker stick though. Yes. Yes. She did. She got a new whisker stick. Her and Lady she got did. a new whisker I, stick. I have it here. And I gotta mm -hmm. tell you, Kevin. At first, I thought there is no way that you should pay twice as much as you would pay for a Doc Demon or a Doc mm -hmm. Runner. And now I know why. This thing is tough. Mm -hmm. This is one tough little rod. So what Mike's describing is a, a small, what's that, like three foot? Yeah, 38, 38 inches or so. 38 inch. Uh, <laughs> what used to be Whisker Seeker's ice rod, but now it's called the Whisker Stick. And, you know, people do use it for ice fishing, but it's if you've ever seen a Doc Demon from Ugly Stick or, um, you know, there's other small Debco Doc Demon type rods, yep. but it's about that size and it's orange and black, the typical Whisker Seeker colors. And uh, it's got the core candle and everything, yep. but uh, <laughs> you know it's it's nice got a little trigger. trigger on it. You know all all the things you would expect from from Whisker Seeker in a smaller package. The so eyelets he, are are nice quality. The wrapping is I, really, really I learned nice. the other day. I learned yesterday when I was dragging baits. I was putting my rods up. Actually, you know, I have those Santee drifters, and mm -hmm. uh, I was just going to leave them on the the line and i was like oh cool they fit down into the eyes so they're long enough to where they'll fit down in the eyes and so they don't slap back and forth so i was like cool so i was doing that and then i put the whisker seeker rod up and those islands are like micro yep. guides so they don't fit in there so i thought that was interesting just a little off point there yeah well uh i i didn't buy so much as fishing gear uh, i did I did get some YouTuber type stuff. Um, I went live yesterday on your birthday and 
unfortunately, I couldn't make it a long one because I'd forgotten my charging cable. Well, I think I got all that figured out now. You know, I haven't how I've been struggling with the dongles. Yeah. Like I'll plug in the dongle and I'll get a buzzing noise or whatever. I don't have to use a dongle anymore because my phone has is MagSafe capable. So I'm get I bought me a charger that sticks to the back of my phone. Um do you know what MagSafe is? Is that 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 magnetic charging yeah, capability? So it, yeah, it, it yep. charges through magnet, so it'll just mm-hmm. attach to the back of the phone and charge my phone, and cool. I can stick the microphone in the phone. So I got one of those coming. Uh, I got a cot delivered today for the back of the boat. I haven't tried it out yet because I've you know did the oil and everything. I got some new uh, lights to hang from the bimini top inside, so when I camp inside the enclosure, I'll have plenty of light. <clears throat> and then I did get some some more charging cables because this isn't the first time it's happened mm-hmm. on the boat. So I'm gonna leave two, like in a plastic bag, Ziploc bag, just under a seat somewhere, yeah. and I'll just in forget your dry the box. Three. Yeah, somewhere. Uh, not 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 anything that I take out of the boat ever. It's mm-hmm. going to be on the boat forever. <laughs> Maybe in my emergency <laughs> kit. <laughs> there you go. And then uh, as I was camping this weekend, you know, I, I have the a double bedroll and a double sleeping bag for me and Anna when we camp. Well, they're, they're bigger and they're harder to carry and they're too much to set up. So I went ahead and pulled the trigger and I got me, um, I didn't get the bedroll because I got the cot, but I got me a single sleeping bag. A nice XXL sleeping bag. I think it's 39 inches wide and and 93 inches long. So it should fit my my big body pretty good. Uh, it's mainly for a really tall guy like you, um, but it's also wide enough to where you know I won't feel like I'm you know uh, a caterpillar going in a cocoon yeah. ready to fly out and become a, a moth. <laughs> I was going to say I'm I'm probably about 27 or 28 <clears throat> inches. So you said it's 36? 39. Say 39. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you Yeah, you're so going to have, have some nice I'll have space. some room on the side, yeah. That way you can it, move your arms. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't like I don't like being pinned down or smothered or anything like that and I rarely get warm enough to wear I'll zip up the sleeping bag. I'll just pull the other side over me. Oh, there you go. There so, you go. Uh, so yeah. So I'm I'm ready. Uh, you know, this past or this past week, the last night, it's everything's a blur. I'm be on <laughs> vacation, but last night, you know, I I camped on the actual island because you know it wasn't it wasn't cold enough to have the enclosure on, and uh, you know I had, I had a good time. You know, I slept on a downhill slope on a on a tree root, um, but I still fell asleep because I was so worn out after the day. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I set the tent up on a slope, and I don't know why I didn't feel that tree root when I put the sleeping bag on on top of it. But once I got horizontal, man, I wasn't getting back up. So. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing about that trip last night and those of you who don't know what i'm talking about i went on an all-day fishing trip yesterday and then i went to an uninhabited island and fished off of it camped off of it cooked on it all that stuff 
And uh, the if you heard the past podcast, I've been talking about I'm going to camp on the boat. Well, I didn't camp on the boat this time. So that's what I'm talking about, the tent. The funny thing was is that uh, I was perfectly fine camping alone, Mike, until people in chat on my live stream were started talking about chupacabra and alligators and snakes and people coming on the island to steal me and all that. So, of course, I when I went to bed, I heard everything. And one of the things I heard was like a, a hatch closing on the boat or something like that. And uh, I had my convex light set up, and it was on bright. But I had the, the remote right by my head, so I reached back and I turned it on, and it lit up the entire tent and everything around me. I had it facing the tent. And so I just leaned up and looked out the window. Of course, there's nothing there. But uh, I kept I, – I felt safer having that complex light where I can just, boop, turn that on and light it up. So that's uh, – I didn't really get any fishing gear. I did buy some sinker slides. Uh, I lost quite a few rigs this week, so got some new sinker slides and some hooks, and, you know, I'm pretty much set on fishing gear for a while. What else did you get? Well, we were talking about how we're all gear nuts, mm. and I was thinking about that. I was excited getting the 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 Garmin uh, bobber. Mm-hmm. But even then, I was the 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 detail that I was most excited about mm-hmm. was the fact that I could upgrade the snap that's on this this very firm cable, really that comes with it. Because I looked down at it, and I'm like, "What do we got here? Like, uh, you know, like a size two or something?" Here, I was like, "What are mm-hmm. we What are we doing here?" I was like, "I got these big old snaps that we use on sinker slides that are yep. way nicer than this. I'm gonna upgrade mm-hmm. this right away." Then I thought about it, and I'm like, "My gosh, do I love those snaps?" I was like, "Why is it they make that it a convenient?" Snap? A snap just gets me so excited about fishing equipment. I mean, here I am amongst all these awesome rods and reels and this insane net. And I'm still in the back of my head. I'm like, that snap. I got to think of more uses for that snap <laughs> because that snap is so awesome. <laughs> so I wrote that down as uh, one of the things that I learned this week. Um, and and another thing that, that I thought about, too, uh, something that I should probably try to mention every podcast is what the world has taught me and this last week as i'm sitting here going through my work week going through being off for a while uh i i just realized that i don't really know a whole lot you know i think that i do but i don't really know a whole lot you know i know i know lauren just snuck down the steps right now and uh she might (laughs) cut across here a it's little okay. bit. She but, heard uh, you talking about her her whisker stick. Yeah, yeah. I put ro- I put reels on them, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's going to be approved or not. But you know they got to check it out, see how it feels, right? You know, see if that's the way to go. And then I got one casting and one spinning. There was a deal, and there's still the deal mm-hmm. for the next day or two. And uh, so, uh, yep. Hi, Miss Lauren. You can't sleep. Everybody listening, uh, Miss Lauren just well, joined us. Don't say the name so loud, Kevin. 
<laughs> Don't say the name so loud. <laughs> uh, no one knows she was here. <laughs> so Lauren is not here. I'm sorry. We we got yeah. it wrong. She's not here. <laughs> sorry, I have a bunch of stuff on the couch there. Yeah. But um yeah, most of most of my oh, you said you got a you got a spinning and a casting version. Yeah, there was a deal where you get two of them and a sticker and a towel. Mm-hmm. And I I had mentioned that I am just in love with these microfiber towels to help keep the shad scales off of me and everything and help keep it off of my equipment and stuff. But now I have the problem that I don't know if the girls want the ones that I intended for them because I gave the mm-hmm. casting one to Leia because let's face it, when you're learning, you should probably go spin cast. So that way you, you don't mess up all the line and everything. And, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Lauren likes that. And I think she wants a little low profile bait caster on it. So we may give mm-hmm. that a try. And of course that might only last one cast, but uh, we, we shall see. So at least you tried. Maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just me trying to talk myself into getting another pair of these <laughs> things when you know I don't need it. You know, I saw the deals that Whisker Seeker had. And we we talked about them and everything, and I just couldn't bring myself. And I'm glad I didn't, Mike, because let yeah. me tell you, the oil changing the oil on the boat is not cheap. Yeah, uh, I got the oil, the gear lube, all the gaskets and the fittings and all this stuff and it was like 185 dollars wow and they they didn't even change it for me so i had to do that i had to dispose of the oil and then i didn't even you know part of the 200 hour services change in the water pump and i was like well go ahead and put that on there i said I, i'm not dropping the foot of the motor today to put that on there i'll tell you that yeah yeah and just for giggles i said hey how much would y'all charge to uh to do it for me and uh, they said she said, well, with labor, it's $115 an hour. Number one, she said two hours. I was like, oh Ooh. my God. So you're talking like $300. She goes, and then the part. So it'd be around $480. I'm like, no thanks. I'll do it myself. I'll figure it out. I'll call Catfish Bill. <laughs> Say, yeah. Hey, bud, come on over. Help me drop the foot of this engine. But yeah. uh, I didn't even get that part. So it, it might have been a three hundred dollar day just to do maintenance on the boat, and then at, I don't know if you know or I told you, but the my trolling motor plug shorted out uh, last Thursday, so I had to fix that. That was a hundred dollars. Uh, you know, we got boat taxes coming up, so I, I I made the executive decision to not, and I just bought his camping gear, so <laughs> I made the executive decision not to buy any more rods for a while um, you did catch a fish though live I, on the whisker seeker i did yes I did. you did on my birthday it was a nice it was an oh was that the white cat or the blue i think it was a white I think, cat i think that was the white cat that was a thick yeah. white cat though yeah it's i caught two of well. them yesterday two of them people say that they they don't taste good i've never eaten one of those white cats so 
yeah, impeller change is no big deal, says one of our Boom Squad members. Once you do it, you realize how easy it is. Yeah, uh, I just I don't have uh, what my fear is is that I'm gonna drop the foot and ruin it and all that. So I think my first time, I'd rather have a buddy there just to help out. And I texted uh, Bill, and he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'll come over and help you." Uh, does CatCon mean until CatCon, or does a while mean until CatCon of February? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I I think I saw all the rods I need to see in in Missouri. I don't know what I'd do with another one, to be honest with you. I need to get rid of some. <laughs> I think at this point, too, at this point, too, you may need to just wait for the next rod to come out. You know, if you're happy, you're happy. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely what it is. Um, I, I would well, say I to I'm not unhappy with the rods I have. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy continuing to buy fishing equipment. That's my <laughs> deal. You know, well, I'm getting into the camping thing now. And mm-hmm. and uh, I want to be comfortable when I do that, because if you're not comfortable and you're not having then you're not having fun. If you're not having fun, you're not going to keep doing it. So I want to make sure I'm comfortable with that. And, yeah, you're right. I've. Now I've tried, I think I've tried all the rods I wanted to try. Uh, the Whisker Seeker was one on the list. And that new Ugly Stick um, Catfish Special, which actually the special is a lot like the uh, the original, except that the the tip is a little more flexy. So uh, it's, it's a little odd that they call it the special. I wonder if they just rebranded the old rod and put a new grip on it i don't know i thought it looked thicker excuse me i I thought it was just ever so slightly thicker Mm, i think the old rod is thicker actually i have to do a side-by-side comparison maybe i'll do that i'll do a review video yeah that'd be cool we can we can talk about that. But yeah, I think I'm done buying rods for a while. And listen, Mike, I'm going to have, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, Steve might get upset at me. Um, but I got so much stuff for the swap meet. Like it's just tons of stuff. I mean, I have, I have the, the depth finder. I have, uh, I'm thinking about bringing rods up, but I don't know yet. Uh, I have a couple reels. I have a lot of tackle, a lot of tackle, like sumo spoons and things like that that I just don't use anymore. And uh, I think and I just bought some sumo spoons. I don't think you would want these. These are the single hook ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I bought those. sumo single hook ones. Well, then I'll just bring them to you <laughs> at CatCon. You can have Well, look them. at it. Look at it this way, too. There were two people, mm-hmm. you know five items per day per person mm-hmm. you know five bucks so at the very least we can try to get rid of mm-hmm. 20 items for it. i don't actually plan on taking any equipment there and selling it and then think about it too you may you may decide that uh you, you might have some sort of options there closer to you too you know well i think what what i'm going to do with all that tackle i don't want to sell all that stuff yeah. Um, but maybe we can have a box there for you to hand kids stuff out to kids. Yep. That's what like I thought about doing. too. I was like, just on a smaller don't. scale. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's tough to give out rods all the time. But uh mm-hmm. if you got a, a 
a box of tackle right there. They can look through and you can say, all right, you can pick one item out of here. Absolutely. Go through and they'll have fun, like a little scavenger hunt or something. Absolutely. Uh, Freddie said he's going to have Freddie, Freddie cats to bring to the swap meet. <laughs> uh, yeah. The lower, lower, um, we have a boom squad member commenting. Whiskers and stripes said your lower unit isn't that heavy and being new, it shouldn't be stuck. But having a partner first time wouldn't hurt. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna have a partner. And then Freddie said that uh not much difference in the ugly stick catfish and catfish pro rods. Uh <laughs> I don't think so, Whiskers and Stripes. Uh he asked if he thought Steve Douglas would uh mind if he sold monster rod holders cheap. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think they'll go quick. Yeah. I think uh, if anybody's in the market for, you know, a low rance triple shot, I'm going to have one there for really, really cheap. (laughs) Really, really cheap. And that will allow me to buy the new Monster Bank rod holders. I want to get a couple of those too. I I think that's the only thing I'm looking forward to purchasing. Um. I, I wanted I wanted a couple at Kansas City, but I flew back, so I couldn't, yeah. couldn't get them. I just want two. Um, Rams bait and tackle is sending me a couple to try out, mm-hmm. so I'll have those, and then I'll have a couple of Steves, and and you know just have some different options there to choose from for this bank fishing thing. It's that's a good topic, or, or makes me think of a good topic. Brand loyalty is something that a lot of people talk about and a lot of people Mm -hmm. feel differently about that. But what I will say is when you're on the bank, you run into Mm -hmm. different types of bank to where the different types of bank rod holders work here extremely well and not so good over there. So it's a great idea for you to have a couple options, you know, just like you were, you were on there, uh, uh, the other night you were able to just, fish your rods right out of the back of your boat yep which is great but if you have a couple bank rod holders you might be able to set a rod up you know 30 40 yards down the bank because you think that there might be a nice little point there that you know you could you could yeah focus in on some traffic and i want to i want to really try out the bank fishing and here's the thing pulling a pontoon boat up on the bank is awesome because you get that little extension out there and you have the rod holders on the back of the boat. But what y'all don't realize is when that rod goes down, I have to run from wherever I am, jump up on the boat, which yep. for a big guy is a little tough. Uh, and then and then get back there. And you know, these old these bones are getting older and more brittle. So. <laughs> but no, I'd I'd like to actually try bank fishing, uh, especially now our lake is gonna be low. And so I got and get more access on to the bank. Uh, but yeah, Monster Rod Holders has that new rod holder mate. Is it Muddy Waters Catfishing? Yeah, I think that was the name of it. Something like that. He Austin. made them for yeah. yeah, he made it for CatCon or for um Monster Rod Holders. And you didn't you get a set of them? I bought six <clears throat> and I gave a couple to Trish. So Sweet. she was really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, because you can't fish, fish with, with six rods. <laughs> no, no, not unless I got both my kids with me. Yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, I gave a couple to Trish. She was really excited about that. And they look good. Mexicat and I were out, and I made him try one because he had all bait casting reels, and he mm-hmm. loved them. And mine were spinning, spinning uh, rods and reels. And I'm telling you, they're they're it's a nice built product. I, I'm I'm almost wanting it to be just a couple inches taller, mm. but that's also if the bank is pretty soft. Mm. I still want a specific height out of it. Doesn't always work out so well, but that's just coming from a guy who does a whole lot of bank fishing. <laughs> so I, I could be well, right. You, I could be wrong. Well, I mean, no, that's you're right because that's what your preference is. You know, I mean, and that's the thing with trying new things and talking about brand loyalty just to bring it full circle. You know, I I didn't start seriously targeting catfish until I started YouTube. And before then, all I fished with was ugly sticks. Nothing wrong with them. But, uh, you know, they don't have the backbone and everything that the, the uh, new rods have. So I started trying them out. Now, do I have I have favorites for different reasons? And mm-hmm. I think as a guy who likes things to be matching, the rod thing has been the hardest thing for me. And it's actually yeah. broken me of that match thing. Yeah. Because um, I like to have everything matching, you know, uh, everything looks good, you know, whatever. But I, I can't tell you how happy it would make me to have, you know, eight green rods on the front or eight black rod or whatever. But, uh, you know, I'm enjoying the journey trying all the different rods out now eventually i think i will pull the trigger on something um but i'm not ready for that yet (laughs) the other part of that has been getting to know the companies and sometimes getting to know the owners of those companies that's Mm -hmm. that was something that i didn't expect when we were in in Kansas city for the cat con. I knew I was going to run into Steve Douglas and I knew that he was a cool dude. I knew that we were going to have a great time. I knew we were going to have some laughs, mm. uh, a couple challenges here and there that we would work through as a team, whatever it was. And I didn't expect to run into one of the, the owners of ripping lips. Yeah. And Alex, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm so bad with names. As soon as it's I, Alex, it, Alex and Doug, they say, they say, I think it was Doug. They say, hi, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, hi, I'm Doug. As soon as I say hi, I'm Mike. I forget their names. I'm that <laughs> bad. I'm that guy. Well, especially, I mean, don't feel bad about that. I mean, that's yeah. an event where you're meeting tons of new people. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I could do that. I could do that with every, anybody. I'm so horrible. I'm, with I'm giving you an out, Mike. I'm yeah. giving you a well, anyway, uh, I, I met him and just in passing back and forth as everybody's getting set up. And then I ran into him again uh, the, the next morning. Both of us were trying to hustle in and out of the bathroom before mm-hmm. the, the gates opened and, and all right. these people came through. And then I, I ran into him again the following morning at breakfast. So instantly... We're buds because we ran into each other three times. And he's just like, how'd your day go yesterday, man? It was a whirlwind. You know, we had that, that common, mm-hmm. uh, that common 
uh, topics to talk about yeah and and, and, it, and discuss the experience and he was such a cool dude and then also too uh the next morning we had breakfast with chris from catfish mm-hmm. i don't even know his last name but that Hunt, guy chris hunts vicious so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so nice and we got to talking about this and that i was trying to find shirts for my kids and he was like "Ooh, i don't know if we brought a lot of those sizes with you know he's like we probably have something so i went over there to look i'm having other people look yeah (laughs) and and here's a great a great point to this a package showed up on the door the other day because i have been ordering from that company now Mm -hmm. and lauren knew what it was she goes, hey, it's from our friends at Catfish because she cool. knows his logo now. Mm-hmm. And he he sent me a message the other day saying, hey, sorry, I'm not going to be able to get this part of your order out until, you know, we shut down the shop for Christmas. We're not opening. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't go in and do that for me, man. Enjoy your time. It's family, mm-hmm. you know, but the guy's a workaholic. You could tell that. Yeah, he is. From a mile away, you could tell the guy's a workaholic and he just loves it. He's got a passion. Mm-hmm. He's invested. He's positive. He he just wants to have that positive impact. And and that was that's, something that's I didn't expect to have happen. Yeah. So that is amazing. And we run into those situations with all these different companies. So that's why I'm just like, heck yeah, I want to go look at those hooks. You know, I want to look at those rods. I want to look at Yeah, and you know, it's it's kind of a little off topic, but I mean, you have that behind the scenes relationship with those people and you're kind of like a team, even though you're not yep. working together. Yep. You know, it's like you're, you know, you're busy working the whole day. You have an area. He's busy working the whole day. He's got an area. Um just a regular dude, just like us. And, uh, you know, that's, you get that camaraderie at those events like that. And, you know, I, I think, I don't think, I know that that's why I have a hard time, like, you know, moving on to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've met this guy or this lady and they own this and, and the product's good. You know, the product's good. Is it my favorite? No, it's not. But I want to continue to support that person because they're good people. They do a lot for the community and they have a good product. So that's why it's kind of hard to move on. You get in those relationships and relationships are super important. I think they're more important than anything else. At the end of the day, you, you know, you have business is business. Um, but if you can help it, you know, try to support everybody. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Uh, thanks for the donation. Freddy's outdoor adventures, the $5. He said he loves the shows, fellas. Keep it up. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Uh, you didn't have to do that. Uh, last little thing here. We got 10 minutes. Uh, I kind of thought, I thought about, uh, a topic and I, I did a little bit of both this this week. Live streams, live stream fishing versus edited videos. What's your favorite to watch? Not to make, but what's your favorite to watch? And give me a little bit of pros and cons for both from, from your perspective. That's that's a tough topic. It's it's 
very detailed. I I find myself watching a lot of both. And I'm not saying that like I'm some expert, but I I wonder about that too. And I think about this topic a lot because mm -hmm. if someone goes live and they're fishing, I'm going to turn it on. Mm -hmm. There is there is no way that I will not turn it on. If my eyes are open, I will turn it on. Doesn't mean that mm -hmm. I that I'm active in the chat or I try to right. say hey to everybody and introduce to everybody that I'm there. But if somebody is live, if they're even talking about fishing, if I can turn it on, I will. There's very little that, that I miss. And it's, it's to the point to where even Lauren and Kristen are just like, seriously, you're watching something and you're cooking. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but that's, that's, that's okay. Because I don't have to watch it all if I can hear it. And it keeps my mind off of things. And if I'm at work, I'm allowed to do whatever I want on my computer. Well, I mean, kids, I can... kids do it all the time. They listen to music yeah. while they're doing things. So it's, it's your music. Absolutely. When we were younger, that's what, that's what I did. I always had a Walkman. That's mm -hmm. why I can't hear half the stuff that anybody says to me <laughs> because those little earbuds that went inside back then, man, mm -hmm. crank those suckers up and blow your ears out. And they weren't kidding. <laughs> I, I just can't ah! hear like that. But. Uh, it, uh, to to the point of your question, I really think that a video mm -hmm. gives an opportunity to cut anything out and really tell you a specific story to give you the specific details of the mm -hmm. day or the the weekend or the week, whatever it is that that angler has gone through mm -hmm. because sometimes they go fish a place for three days mm -hmm. and they, they will quickly do that day one, day two, day three. And then they'll tell you, you know, in the outro, what, what they thought of this and that and everything mm -hmm. and, and how they, they mapped out and, and found the pattern of the fish or how they didn't. And, I, I know that everybody that I talk to about their videos gets really critical of themselves and they, they're like, ah, pff, this is just, I don't, I'm not going to get a video out of this. The yeah. yesterday, yesterday, you even before. said it. You're like, you're like, I caught a couple fish, but nothing big. So I don't know if it'll be a video. I'm like, it's a video if you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And that's the cool part, I think, of, of y'all being those creators. And I, and I say you all because I haven't posted a video in months and months. <laughs> uh, it, uh, to, to the point, too, that I haven't been a consistent creator. So I will not fill out a creator uh, nomination form for the Whiskers because mm -hmm. I haven't consistently created anything probably in six months probably the first six months i, I would do what do you call this mike what do you call what we're doing well, right is, now this is different this is different this is, this, <laughs> this is audio and anyway video, continue so with your point about it. but the i almost feel bad that a lot of people think that their videos have to contain a few specific items or details or like like you alluded to yesterday, and I could be wrong, but you said none of the fish were big. 
I don't care if you catch big fish. I don't care if you catch small fish. Just the fact that you're trying something, you're fishing, you're providing us with details. You could, yesterday, for all I know, you could have put uh, all of your baits just on Carolina rigs and nothing up on a uh, on a Demon Dragon style float. Yesterday, you could have used all orange demon dragon style floats for all I know. And I know there's another thing too. I don't, I don't know well enough what colors catfish bills, demon dragons are. Off top of my head. <laughs> I know they're pretty and I know I've always wanted them. Mm-hmm. You could have had all his floats on there the day before when you were fishing with bill. And then you could have gone completely without them yesterday. I don't know. So to me, even that one detail, you could, you could piece together a video, but you're also talking about a creator who does great stuff with music, great mm-hmm. stuff with scenery, great stuff with the telling that story. And and so many creators do that as mm-hmm. I don't feel right saying, Hey man, you could do it and I'll watch it no matter what, because your video has, has to be yours. Mm, true. It might be put out there for everybody to look at, but when it comes down to it, it's yours mm-hmm. and it has to be what you want it to be. And maybe there's a blooper in there that makes it. Uh, <laughs> so what that being said, what, tell. what do you look forward to in a fishing video? Like what does a video have to have? Uh, and I'm not talking about fish or a boat or any specific thing. It could be an idea. What does a video have to have to keep your keep your interest? Uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, my videos per se, but any video to keep your interest to where you'll watch it from start to finish. I like the talk. It has to have dialogue mm, throughout. Good point. That's good. Uh, I'll I'll throw out someone that we both know who who was on a show tonight, Dieter Melhorn. Mm-hmm. He talks he talks it through, mm-hmm. and in, in that he is helping to teach me. And I don't know if he gives himself enough credit for being such a great teacher, but I think last year he might have won that Guru Award for the Golden Whiskers, did. didn't he? And yeah. and that is what what i think of him and he was on the uh, a different show tonight and that's mm-hmm. what they said of him too they're like he's a wealth of knowledge appreciate him mm-hmm. for being on the show and he will sit there and in the video sometimes he'll talk about something and he'll be like oh maybe they're hitting it because of this or and then mm-hmm. he'll be like eh, maybe not maybe it's just because of that so he's he's talking out loud he's talking to himself He's not arguing with himself, but all the while I am soaking up all this information. And that's hard to do, you know, when you're, especially when you're in the heat of the moment, when a fish does hit, it's hard sometimes to remember to talk during that because you're having an inner dialogue with yourself. It's like, Oh, you know, is it going to run into that line or, you know, am I putting too much pressure on it? And is my drag set right? And it's tough to, you know, vocalize those thoughts. Cause really that's all you got to do is vocalize it, but that's a good point. And some people in the chat are putting the same thing, story and a good pacing. Um, you know, they both have their own pros and cons. 
Uh, edited video tells a story. Lives are the best way to get to know the real person. Short but decent intro. Dialogue about a video. A little information. The guts. Quick review and a short outro. I've been uh, I've been messing around with like no intros and no outros. Just straight. And I love it. <laughs> I, I didn't want I didn't want to put it put you on the spot on that right away, but uh-huh. now you let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I, I I don't need the the intro. Mm-hmm. I don't need the hey, you know, we're out here on this lake and we got this idea and we're doing this and we thought this might be crazy or this and that or whatever, you know. Modernizing so, a little bit sometimes. Sometimes a lot of people do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just jump right into it. And mm-hmm. and I love that. I love that change of pace because the the that's that's what fishing is to me. Like sometimes I go to a spot, I'm just like, oh yeah, I can kind of expect this and kind of expect that. And one day I caught a 20 and a half pound musky on a carp mm-hmm. on a carp bait mm-hmm. and i thought i was being punked i i was like what <laughs> on earth just That's happened not a real musky <laughs> it, it my line my line must have went a hundred yards from left to right right in front of me mm-hmm. in maybe seven or eight seconds and i'm like what is that line doing what just happened what's wrong you know and some of these some of these guys uh, and and maybe maybe they just try to take things too seriously you know you you look at something and and i'll throw out another name and i and i know i'm throwing out big big names here but kayak catfish mm-hmm. he caught so many big fish on one of the videos he let out i want to say two weeks ago mm-hmm. he was laughing because <laughs> he caught fish that were so big he caught so mm-hmm. many of them and his arms hurt mm-hmm. and he's laughing about it because there's nothing more that he can do he's like <laughs> he's like he's like i can hear I, his laugh like, i can't right now. fish this i can't fish <laughs> like this all day i won't be able to lift my arms tomorrow and he's laughing because he's having so much fun mm-hmm. he enjoyed it so much and and, and you could tell Part of it is almost like a, a, a mild embarrassment, like, oh, my gosh, everybody, I am so sorry that you all can't catch seven 40-plus-pound blue cats all in a row right here in a couple hours mm-hmm. with me. And you know he would want you to. Mm-hmm. You know he would love to have any of y'all mm-hmm. in a kayak right there with him catching big I don't know about right that. <laughs> I think he's a good dude. And, and I oh, never, he is. It's uh, that that day, it, his fishing went so well. It was it was just like that, like they say, an embarrassment of riches. Those th- those it, days it, it all like, worked. Those days are the days that you get amped up for. That's the reason you get up early and you you yep. suit up and you hook up the boat and you do all this crazy stuff. Catch bait is for yep. days like that, and they don't they don't come often. Not for me anyway. But uh, when they do, so yeah, just uh, and I know we're over time for the show, but I'll give my short thoughts on this topic. Uh, I like videos when they're fast paced, they get to the point, they have some information in it, and uh, either information or they're entertaining. Uh, 
I like it when people use cool camera angles to look at new perspectives. And, uh, you know, I like it when people use humor and they're not, not afraid to make fun of themselves because it makes it fun for me to watch. Yeah. If they're like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, that was stupid. I'm not going to do that again. You know, I'm like, yeah, I think the same thing all the time. Um, <laughs> and, and Absolutely. you know, I like it when people aren't make videos and they're not pretentious. You know, it's not, you know, you have to do it this way or else, you know, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I I don't like being I'm I'm hard headed, Mike, if you didn't already know. I don't like people cramming stuff down my throat that I don't believe in. Um, so I don't do it to other people. I like it when people make videos and say, This is what I do. You should try it if if you want, and it might work for you. I'm like, Yeah, I I you know what? I might try that. And when I first got into targeting catfish, I didn't know what dragging baits was, and I saw a Dieter Melhorn video. And he was dragging baits. I was like, I've never heard of that before. I'm going to try that. And I tried it and I loved it for a whole year. That's all I did was drag baits. Uh, I didn't anchor. I didn't do much else. I drug baits. I know Dieter's a real busy guy, but I want to throw something in here real quick. mm -hmm. Just to see if he happens to listen to our podcast, which of course he probably doesn't. Dieter, bring the ponytail back. <laughs> Hashtag ponytail. <laughs> Bring it back. If you don't know who we're talking about, go check out Dieter Melhorn Fishing on YouTube. He also has a podcast. So go check out his podcast. Uh now the live streams, you know, I'm I'm a little bit different than you. I get bored very easily. Um very easily. Uh, you know, I believe that I have undiagnosed ADHD. Um with a little bit of anxiety in there. So, uh, you know, when I'm watching a live stream, if the person in the live stream isn't talking the whole time, isn't mm-hmm. being interactive or not catching fish or, you know, stuff like that, I lose interest. Um, yeah. or, or if it's a talk show, if there is not good dialogue going back and forth and there's awkward pauses and everything, I find it hard. Not that there's anything wrong with the content, I just find it hard to focus, but I do agree with you where um, if I'm at work or I'm doing something and somebody's live fishing or whatever, I'll put it on in the background because that's my music, you know, so I'll listen to that. Now, when it comes to which one do I prefer, I prefer a well-edited, well-thought-out video over a live stream. What about you? I... I will admit that I I watch several creators' videos pretty much the minute they let them out. And other creators' videos, I'm not drawn to watch them the minute they come out. But if they're live fishing, that I, I always click on that just to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to go back to their videos later on. Yeah, everyone gets lucky and maybe yeah. they'll get lucky on a live stream. <laughs> yep. That's right. If the line's in the water, they got a shot. That's right. And well, hey, everyone. We... Over, I know we're desperately over time. Here, yeah, go ahead. But uh, hey, hey, Lauren. Lauren, come here. Come here. Kevin just asked. Here, stand up. Stand up. Kevin just asked, do you like watching live fishing or videos more? Do you have an opinion? 
And this is the microphone right here. You like you like watching people live fish like Kevin live fish yesterday and today or you like videos? Which one's better? Fishing. Ooh, 5-year-old says live fishing. fishing. <laughs> there you go. Yep. All right. That's awesome. Well, and I think and there is no right answer or wrong yeah. answer. You know, you like what you like and um I'm going to continue to do both. I uh, did a lot of live streaming this week and I may get a chance to do it again this weekend. So we'll see. Tomorrow is a wife only day. We are going to breakfast. We're going to watch movies. We're going to the movies, sorry. And do oh. you know go run some errands together. No fishing will be involved. So I will be off of fishing on Thursday. So you're saying if you go to Walmart, you won't go down the fishing aisle? Uh can't guarantee Ooh. that. Yeah. Can't guarantee that. That would be allowed. That would be allowed. <laughs> would be but anyway, allowed. everybody, thank you so much for the support. <laughs> thank you to the Boom Squad for being in here. Thank you, Freddie, for that $5 donation. Thank you to everybody listening on the podcast. It means a lot that you listen to us and that you uh, take time out of your day, whether it's driving or um, or we're at work and you got us on in the background. Either way, you're listening, and I appreciate you, and I know Mike does, so I'll go ahead and speak for him. That being said, we're going to do our prayer and we're going to get on out of here. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another awesome show. Uh, thank you for Mike and our guests and the Boom Squad. And thank you for everybody listening. I thank you for uh, making this happen and giving us this opportunity to share our love with fishing with others around the nation that share our interests. And we give you all the credit and glory for all things. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, you know what that means. We're out of here. Until next time, happy fishing.